Welcome to Business Rescue 101, hosted by business coach Jeff Miles and guest Grant Thorpe. Jeff, there comes a time in every business when there's a need to look at some partnership. You may need to bring in an equity partner, you may need a skill set that comes in. There's a whole raft of reasons that expanding your business with the help of others is really valuable. But you know, there's some nightmares involved with that. There's some horror stories, there's all sorts of things that can go wrong. But of course, you can have a great business relationship for many years with a very tidy situation too. So we don't want to put the scares up everyone, but let's talk about some of the things that you know we need to protect right from the beginning. Let's talk about how we can set that up to be you know, as foolproof as possible and to really be putting ourselves into a position of strength moving forward. So tell me a little bit about how do we set up a partnership agreement. Well, you're right, Grant. Most businesses, as they're moving forward, require additional skill levels. Now, you can buy that skill level in as an employee, but sometimes you might need to merge with a business and you might need to acquire a business partner to complement what you're doing to help move the business forward. It could even be that you're moving from a different structure of a sole trader and you're moving into a partnership structure or you might be going into a partnership with your wife. You need to have some what I call rules of the game and if you don't have rules of the game set up before you need them, it's almost like you've got a boyfriend and girlfriend and when they've separated that's when the hate really comes in. And it's pretty hard to identify how we're going to divvy up the spoils when you hate each other. And that's when lawyers have to come involved, and that's when you get acrimonious settlements. So you're far better off right from the beginning to set up a partnership agreement. trouble with the divorce, Jeff, is when a couple splits up, one person gets the washing machine and the other gets the dryer, and no one gets the full laundry. And, you know, no one's got the full gamut to be able to do anything with. So you've got to be able to set that up to make sure that if things end up dissolving, that you can both walk away with something that's going to work. Absolutely. So some of the headings that you need to look at is the way the structure is going to be set up. So is it going to be a joint and several liability structure? Now, that's a legal term. So where you are jointly and separately liable for the debts of that business. Are you going to put the partner's personal assets at risk? Is one partner, so for example, if you and I were going together in a real estate agency and you have owned the business for four or five years and I come in as a new partner in that business. Now, you might have some leases on your vehicle. Now, do I accept responsibility for that? Because I don't want responsibility for your Volvo or your BMW. I don't want to have to pay that if something goes wrong with you. So then we have to have other considerations like cross-selling insurance. So do I insure you for a buy-sell agreement arrangement where if something happens to you, I don't inherit your spouse? Because it would be nothing worse than my 50% partner being Grant Thorpe disappearing and now I inherit their wife who actively wants to start running the business when they don't know anything about it. That's right, Jeff. And you know the thing I want to bring in here too is that some of the people listening to this audio right now are thinking, well, hang on, how does this relate to me? But, you know, take real estate, for example. Often two salespeople decide to get together and have some sort of a joint business, even if it's reasonably loosely organized. It might just be splitting commissions. But, you know, when it goes ugly at the end, all of a sudden inference, what was going to happen, what I thought was going to happen, all comes into it. So if you're out there and you're in that type of role, you need to listen to this too because it's absolutely essential. And I see those relationships getting set up every day of the week and coming unstuck just about as often. The weakness is that they're not documented. 
What do you bring into the partnership? What am I bringing into the partnership? What happens to the partnership that we might have a bricklaying company and you bring in all your tools and I just bring in my labour and my expertise? And if the partnership goes pear-shaped, who actually owns all the tools? And what about the new tools that we buy? I've got no real need for them, but I'm pretty sure I don't want you to get all the assets out of the company because then you get all the benefits and I walk away with nothing. So it's critical right at the beginning to get a partnership agreement drawn up by a lawyer. Now, you can sit at home and nut out what you need to say between the partners. If you've got a bit of a checklist, it's a great start. Little heads of agreement, really, isn't it? Quick bullet point list, take that to the lawyer. So you're not starting from scratch with the lawyer at you know at a big hourly rate, but you can come in with a game plan. So some of the headings might be, what are our banking arrangements going to be? What are the lease terms on your personal fancy car that you've got? What are the liabilities that the business has currently got? So you might owe creditors or suppliers $50,000. Do I take over the ownership of that? Do I get to be called upon to do that? What are some of the headings that are going to cause us to be undone? The lease on the premises or the marketing strategy? Who is going to set the marketing strategy? Who is going to do the marketing? Who is going to do the selling? Is it going to be an equal split of roles? Other headings might be commercial leases on the premises. Who takes responsibility for that? Other headings could include liabilities. We might have trade suppliers that you've had over the last 10 years that you've been in business that you've built up a relationship with suppliers. You might owe $50,000. Well, do I take on responsibility for that? You've got loads of headings that you need to be sitting down with your partner before anything goes and the spit hits the fan. You want to make sure that you're not opening yourself up for an acrimonious breakup where People are just going to lose and the lawyers are going to win. So you're far better off going to a lawyer in advance asking for the help and guidance to set up a partnership agreement. Great advice, Jeff. Thanks for listening to the Business Rescue 101 podcast. For more useful business tips and strategies, visit thebusinessdoctor.com.au.